Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, good afternoon, and w- good afternoon, good evening. It's ten o'clock at night. Uh, good evening, and welcome to the full time Reds from the LFC Day Trippers. I'm Gav. That is Kev beside me, and um, Inter Milan nil, Liverpool two at the San Siro tonight from the fourth leg of the last sixteen of the Champions League. Um, as always, if you're in and you're watching, you're very, very welcome. Hit the like button on your way in during the show or on the way out if you can. Share across your social media. Subscribe if you haven't already. But most of all, try your comments in there and we read out as many as we can as we progress through this next hour or so. Kev, um, a 2 0 win. Um, job done. But it wasn't what we were expecting, was it? No, it wasn't. Uh, it was a really good game. It was a really good game. I enjoyed it. But. I was. It was one of those ones that when you're away from home, you take the win and delighted with the win. But they were a lot better than what I thought they were, a lot braver than I thought they would be as well. Um, they played a three-five-two, literally like a three-five-two should be played with real whiff and real attacking intent. You know, they they decided to leave the three centre backs, defenders three centre backs. You had Bastoni overlapping at times. It, it was a really enjoyable watch, and you don't we don't come up against many sides like that. You know, yeah. it's, it was different, you know, and I suppose that's the thing with European football. You don't come up against the same old, same old all the time. Normally, when we see sides line up with a 3-5-2, you expect to park the bus, the hit and the break kind of thing. Tonight, they were far from that. You know, that was a really, really good away performance from us. And people can say that it was scrappy for performance and this and that. It was away from home in a knockout in the Champions League and we won 2-0. Yeah. And they didn't have a shot on target. You know what I mean? We only had two. That was enough. We only needed two. Mm. I thought, um, just we'll get into the game itself. We'll and, get into the game later, like yeah. I, I don't agree that it was a really good performance. Um, yeah. I don't agree on that, but I think we did. We got a job done. Um, but we could have probably made it a little bit easier for ourselves. But looking at the lineup, Allison's in goal. Trent's right back. He goes with Canate. I was actually talking on the show earlier on today and I actually changed my mind from Matt to Canate. Um, yeah. I nearly got a bang on Bear Mane for Diaz. I think I had Diaz in instead of Mane. Yeah, you had Diaz, yeah. Um, he has Canate, Van Dijk, Robertson. He goes with Fabinho, Thiago Elliott, which I thought was really, really brave. Um, and then up front, he has Mane, Jota, Salah. And I was delighted with that because I thought it was, I thought if he picked Henderson, he'd pick Firmino. 
And when he picks Elliot, I think it makes up his mind to pick Jota. And I was delighted with it because it showed that we were out, we were out to get a result. We are going to go out and really attack this game. And I have to be honest with you, I think they have a shot. Martinez has a shot after about five minutes. And I think we dominate the vast majority. Midfield, we were fine. At the back, Virgil was brilliant again tonight. He was great tonight. Yeah, um, he was fantastic. But I, ju- I just thought the only problem in the first half, Kev, was I thought the front three, I thought I thought Mo's decision-making wasn't great. I thought Jota struggled to get into it. And I thought Mane was just really slow in moving the ball. Yeah, it was It was almost like they were detached at times yeah. from each other. I think I felt for Harvey. I wouldn't have started Harvey. I said that last night. I thought away from home in this kind of a game against that that kind of opposition, I didn't think it was the best game for him to be coming back into. Um, but look, youth and exuberance, you hope, will win over. I thought parts of the game, you know, I thought the game passed him by in the first half. He did a few little bits, but um, my biggest worry with Harvey is going the other way. And he did all right at, in patches, but I thought Fabinho in that first half had to do way too much work. You know, he was everywhere and he was really, really good at what he needed to do. But between Thiago and Harvey, I don't think they helped him enough. But the front three, the ball kept bouncing off him. They couldn't hold it up. It was it was frustrating. When I said earlier about it being a good performance, anytime you get a win away from home and you shut the, the home side out to no shots on target, you're doing something right. We weren't as... You know, dominant is what we normally are. But I thought throughout the 11 tonight, there were some really good performances in that 11. The, a lot of the unsung dirty work that Virgil does, that Canate did, uh, Fabinho did in the first half. When Henderson came on, he carried that on. I thought they were really, really good. It just doesn't get highlighted enough because it's not flash. And we don't necessarily see us having to do that kind of work that often. There's not that many sides that go toe-to-toe with us, is what I'm trying to say. Mm. And it's nice to see a side go toe-to-toe with us, and we still are able to shut them out and keep clean sheet and win. Yeah, you know? like, I, I look, first half performance, I think, if we make the right decision, if we move the ball a bit quicker and we make the right decisions at certain times, I think we could have had two or three. Yeah, I think we. I genuinely do. I think we could have come in at time and we could have been tuning up, and you would have went perfect, absolutely perfect. They've had one shot. I think they had two shots in the first half, but one of them, Martinez, won early on, right? And yeah. you would have walked off the pitch at time two 0 going. Do you know what? You couldn't have done much more than that. We knew yeah. we protected ourselves well. We won. We done well in midfield. The forwards were working well. They managed to get two goals. Whoever gets the two, it doesn't matter. But we managed to get two goals on the board, and you think that's perfect. And you can make those subs with ease in the second half and yeah. get players on for minutes and stuff like that. Like we've spoken about, the five subs is a big thing. Yeah, but. But Jordan, the first half for me, like we've started really brightly. Like Thiago looked absolutely on it in the first 10, 15 minutes. He looked on it completely. And then I don't know, it just slowed down a bit. And I think the word you use is perfect. They looked detached up front. You know, it was like they were, someone was going to do something individual rather than interplay and stuff yeah. like that. That's, that's what it kind of looked like to me. But still, at half time, I thought to myself, they've had two shots. We've had six or seven. Now, there's none on target from either side but we looked the more dangerous they looked like they were struggling a little bit their centre halves in the first half looked to me like they were going to make a mistake on the ball they looked like they were going to make a mistake and we were going to hurt them but on that what, what did you think of De Vrij? Did 
that do you think that he should have I firmly believe that football has to introduce concussion subs. He was saying he had double vision. Mm-hmm. And there's no way that can be assessed. If he has a concussion, that can't be assessed. UEFA or FIFA have to introduce concussion subs that don't affect your substitutions in play. That a player can go off for 15, 20 minutes, be assessed, and if he's okay, he can come back on and it doesn't affect anything. Mm. Because that just looked all kinds of wrong tonight. You know, I just think going yeah, forward, it's definitely, it's it's definitely, definitely, it's definitely a conversation that. that has to be had because you do see it in rugby and you see it in NFL now. As well, I don't yeah. know how long it's in NFL. I just not. I only watch NFL very sparingly, but I have noticed it where they will go off and be assessed, and you can bring someone on. And if they're if they're okay, the person that's come on goes off, and there's no effect on it. They do yeah. have to look at something there because you know, like if a player has double vision, he could end up being concussed. And yeah. if you're playing on with that, and it's not caught early, it can get very fucking dangerous, very yeah, dangerous. Yeah. You know, but I think you're right. Um, Stephen Dunn there says uh, the fact that uh, the Vries lasted that long out there is a disgrace. But I think it's, it's down. It's down. You, is it it's the down to the, club. the medics? I think that there has to be an independent doctor at each at, the, at these games, like there is in boxing. That goes um, on for a head injury and has a look along it, with the physio. Yeah, that goes on with the that, that assesses it. It's your job. At, I mean, we're not talking about club level. It's League One and League Two. This is elite football at the highest level, where money is no object in these games. If you after the Nigel Ben Gerald McClellan fight, yeah, it, boxing changed forever, and you have to have two, basically two brain surgeons. At two neurospecialists at these major events, and they do it, and they don't question it. You can't leave this to, these kind of decisions to club doctors because club doctors are influenced by the situations in the game. Mm. An independent medic isn't influenced by anything other than the injury that's in front of them. And if it's a concussion injury, it needs to be taken out of the club's hands and put in the hands of a specialist who knows what they're doing. And... It, so you know, this is about player welfare and yeah. player health going forward. I just hope that UEFA and FIFA do look at this. They, the football league, uh, to their credit, have introduced some kind of concussion rules, but it's so mishmashed that we even you know we talk about football a lot, and we we don't know the ins and outs of it. Yeah. So I just think that look going into next season, you I hope that something is is resolved around oh, that because and, and, you know, and you know something it's not hard to implement alright and if you if you say to if you say to teams even without even without a an independent medic there if, if you say to clubs listen if a guy goes down with a head injury okay and you need to assess him right he comes off immediately that's all you do you say he comes off immediately he goes to an assessment area you bring on yeah. another player anyone you want and he can be assessed for up to 15 minutes or f- whatever it is, 5, 10, 15, whatever, whatever it, is, it is, okay? Um, independently when he gets off the pitch, by the way, right? So yeah. if, he, if you get any, like, instead of having someone come on the pitch, like you says it there, independent assessment, I agree with that. So what you would have at every game is, an in the, you know, a doctor there, player goes down, head injury, ref says, look, he's got a bang on the head, straight away, Virgil van Dijk go, goes down, right? Yeah. He's coming off, right? And he's playing alongside Kanate. Fine. 
Virgil van Dijk gets a head injury. Straight away, ref says, it's a head injury. He makes the ruling on it. He's stopping the game for a head injury. So, that's fine. Virgil, you're off for 10 minutes, okay? Or up to 10 minutes, wherever you make the decisions made after 10 minutes. And uh, Joe Matto comes on for you for 10 yeah. minutes. And then he goes to an area, he's independently assessed, and it's like, no, he's fine to go back on, okay? Back on he goes. And Joe Matto comes off. Or, lads, he has to stay off. But the person that's, that comes on from it's not a substitute, if you get me. They shouldn't, yeah. you know, the sort of way. So at least clubs aren't losing a sub because if they're ruled to have yeah. to go off. A concussion if the player sub, has to go off and stay off, be, that because sub of concussion. Become, yeah, that, then that sub becomes part of the game is a sub. Yeah, He's counted as a sub if he has to stay on longer than the assessment. Yeah. Um, it's it's I, I think you know, I think that's fair enough. I, I I really do, and I don't think it's that hard to implement and put the rules in place that it's fair on clubs that yeah. have a player coming off or whatever it might be that you're not getting you're not getting penalised for someone that's could be have a head injury. There, there should be an exception made for that. Um, yeah. Harvey Elliott, you said he should. You didn't think he should start last night, but he does. All right, he doesn't does, do yeah. anything wrong. Doesn't no. do anything great. Um, kind of a, a, as one as I would always call kind of a solid performance nothing outrageously bad nothing outrageously good yeah just somewhere in the middle but taking into a fact that um, he's 18 years of age um, he's only coming back from a long term injury he's had an appearance against Cardiff um, does he play against Leicester I can't remember um, I think he comes on late doesn't he yeah he comes on against Leicester I don't think he plays against Burnley Um but how good is it for him, like to come on to, to start that game tonight? Just as forget how he plays, just as part yeah, of yeah, his yeah. progression, it's huge for him, isn't it? It's massive because it just shows the faith that the club and the club have in him. And you look at the name. I thought Naby deserved a start on merit on his performances alone in the last games that he's played. I thought he's been very, very good. And to say that Naby was rested and Klopp decided away from home, Elliot Urine, is a huge vote of confidence in the player. And it just tells me that going forward, he's going to be a mainstay in that midfield for years to come. As long as Jurgen Klopp is there, he will start more often than not. When he gets his full match fitness up together, and I think that that will be that will come quick for someone his age. He's um, he's going to be hard to shift out of that team, and the others are probably going to be rotated around him and Fabinho. Yeah, you know, and I mean, look, I thought Clock got pretty much everything bang on right tonight as well. You know, well, credit where it's due. Yeah, Barry Devney spot on there. Youngest, youngest player, player to ever. ever play for Liverpool in Champions League proper game. So congratulations to Harvey Elliott on that, and you know that yeah. that that um. That time that he gets on the pitch, I can't remember the minute that he comes off in. Um, I want to say 15. Yeah, it'd be around the hour mark, but that's going to be invaluable to him. It's absolutely huge because, you know what, I play him in the second leg. Yeah. And I'd say to him, you've gone away and played these, you've got an hour, now go out, you've had a look at them, you've you've played in that big San Siro, it's imposing, now you can do it at Anfield and go and do it. I play him in the second leg, absolutely. Um, Yeah, I wouldn't have any problems with there's you know he looks like the kind of kid you wouldn't have any any problems with him playing against anyone now you know I think it's the same with Simicast and Robbo for me in that kind of situation if Simicast starts fine no mm-hmm. bother if Harvey starts Grant 
you know, if Klopp trusts him, then, you know, that's enough. Um, John Summer says 800 games in his career for James Milner tonight coming on. A great yeah. professional servant to the game. There's been, we, we had a chat yesterday on the uh, cop update about the possibility of him getting a one year extension. But that look, that'll, that'll come and go as we'll find out what yeah. happens with that um, as it progresses. But 800 games is a fucking huge yeah. amount to know, isn't it? Like, um, and he's, it's not like he's 40. No, he's it. that's the funny thing. Like, he's 36, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's 20 six. years in the game, yeah. Yeah, and I can so remember he's averaging 40 games a season for the last 20 years. Yeah, I can remember him at Leeds with that big, strong ball shirt. Yeah, huge uh, on him. Right winger. Yeah, it was, yeah, and it was definitely an XXL or something, or he was just a pure weed when he was 16. Yeah. But um, every club he's gone to, he's kicked on and improved and adapted his game to mm. the stages of the career that he's been at. And He's done is no different to when he was, came to Liverpool. He he cherished the leadership role that he's got in the club. He's respected by everybody at the club. And the influence that he has over players, senior players, as well as the younger people coming through about the standards required to play at, a, at an elite level for a long time. It's priceless. If he goes out and signs another 12-month deal, if it's reduced wages and it's pay as you play and the club decide to turn around and say, okay, look, we'll help you get your badges. And while you're here, you know, while you're staying on, you, you do a bit of work with the, you do a bit more work with the under 18s all for it. No problem. I have no problem with him being around the squad whatsoever. Um, Just says that the the female commentator um, on BT tonight, he forgets her name and so do I, um, but she was all right. She was good. Uh, the she was good. Yeah, um, worked with Milner when he was 16 at Leeds. I did hear that mentioned. Yeah, I heard that I, at the end as and, well. And I caught the end of it. I heard her saying, I, I worked with James Milner, and she said something after, and I didn't get that bit. And I was like, I where did you walk with him? You know, I thought I think it was, she maybe it was a spar or something. He was walking no, in. I, th- I, th- I think she was. Uh, she worked as part of the education department or something at Leeds. Ah, okay. Well, uh, that makes sense. She might have been working... And the coaching and stuff like that, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And okay. but I think she was involved with the coaching of the uh, at the youth levels at Leeds, and she would have known him and worked with him that way. But I'm sure it was around the education. I think no, she, she might have been the education officer at the club or something. I don't know, but she helped. She Lucy, did say she Lucy Bronze says uh, Stephen Dunn was the name. Um, but um, Lucy Ward says Jono. <laughs> it's Lucy anyway. No, Lucy um, Bronze. Yeah. Uh, Emma Hayes says Laszlo. There's just loads of random names coming in there. Um, Emma Hayes is the one that's the Chelsea manager. She was a Chelsea manager, I think. Lucy Ward. It was Lucy Ward. Lucy uh, Ward. And he thanks Jono right. for it. Um, but look, I wanted to get that in. I want to congratulate yeah, you. Yeah, I know. Eight, absolutely phenomenal. Well, I know he comes phenomenal. on later, but I, I really wanted to uh, do it. Seven home games over the next day, says Polly Wallace. That's mad, isn't it? That's great. Yeah. That's absolutely fantastic. And the best bit about that is even with the Burnley game, we didn't have to travel. You know, it's only 40 miles up the road from Liverpool. You know, so to have as many home games, apart from the final, you know, the League League Cup final, is huge and I think we need it. Is that true? um, Seven home games over the next day? Well, you have the the home game against Norwich in the league. You have the home game in the Cup. Hold on, I get the you now. I get the you now. Hold on. Because that's mad. Yeah, you're away how to does, Chelsea. How does it fall like that? Um, yeah. You're away okay. in the League Cup final. So home to Norwich, home to Leeds. Home to Norwich. 
Yeah. Neutral Carabao yeah. Cup. Home to Norwich. Home to West Ham. Home Arm. to Milan. Yeah, this is right. Home, home to, to Inter. Away to Brighton. Home to United. Home to Wolves. Or Watford. And then away to Man City. This is, oh, I'm buzzing now. Oh. I'm buzzing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Noel Ball asks, um, can we talk about Trent? Talk about Trent to me, Kev. Yeah, I thought Perisic was really good. So sometimes you got to adopt your hat to, yeah, sometimes you got to adopt your hat to the opponent. And, I mean, Trent, in the he first He was brave, half, Perisic, wasn't he? He was brave and where he wanted to go. For someone who doesn't have pace, his game intelligence and ball skill is second to none. And it was always the way throughout his career. He was always very good on the ball, very technical player. And he threat there was rumors about him moving to the Premier League. I think Arsenal United. And United. Manchester United, yeah, but Arsenal as well were strongly linked with him for years and it just never materialized. It never happened. Um I thought defensively Trent was okay at times. He there was a couple of interceptions he got late on in the second half where he cut out chances, cut out crosses. They tried to go 2v1 with him. And that's why I said at the start, they played the 3-5-2 in a traditional sense of it, how it should be played with real width. Mm. We play a narrow 4-3-3, but they really played wide. And they wanted the game played out wide for yeah. balls coming back in. And look, I thought Trent handled himself okay. Yeah, he could have done better in certain situations. Some of his passing in the first half was good. He played a couple of lofted chip balls in around the box to Jota, I think. Yeah, and there was one that he was definitely caught offside for. But it was the right couple, ball. He has a couple of efforts, doesn't he? As well, like he's yeah, he's up there having efforts, and and that's what that's the, the trade off we have to have. Close as well. Yeah, the free kick was always close, but that's the trade off we have to have with yeah. Trent. You know, he is literally he's down on papers a right back, but I don't I. <laughs> It, it's just it doesn't really come across when yeah. you're watching the game. But if I was really impressed chat, with Perisic. To be yeah. fair, I Perisic really is was. a really good player. Perisic he always has really been. Yeah. Um, a few people in the chat have said, though, in fairness, Elliot Salah did give him a hell of a lot of protection. Um, and I think maybe Fabinho was doing an awful lot in midfield. I think if Fabinho yeah. hadn't got as much to do, he could have helped out a little bit more there. But he he, he was he was trying to be everywhere. Fabinho, I thought Fabinho was great. I by think. The way. Um, yeah, I did as well. But I honestly think that when Klopp took him off on the hour, it was more to do with the dominance that Inter showed in the start of the second half. He was starting to look a bit leggy. Mm. And it was the right thing to do. Yeah. You know, to, and people were, I can imagine the gasps, Henderson's coming off of Fabinho. What? Yeah. Well, well, he wanted well, to keep Thiago on the pitch. The, the, the so. sub comes a half time where Jota goes off. Um, yeah. uh, Firmino comes on now Chris Brack says Klopp said Jota went off with something around the ankle ligament but Klopp said Jota Ooh. could have played on which could be a positive so it could be just a little niggly okay. there alright um, but he, he he was he had the dead leg and missed the um, burn again burn the game as well yeah so so <clears throat> play it play it play it safe and and take yeah. him off that's absolutely fine and that's what the, that's what the um, the five subs are there for yeah but Firmino comes on and then the triple sub comes on 50, I think it's 59. Um, I'll look it up because I, I like to know the minutes, but it's it's 59 minutes, I think. And he does Keita for Elliot. He does Henderson yeah. for um, Fabinho. And he does Diaz for Mane. All right. Yeah. Now, I thought at halftime when he puts on Firmino for Jota, I was like, I didn't know about the Jota injury. So I, I would have done Mane. Um, and... 
brought on Diaz. That's what I would have yeah, done yeah, um, yeah. out of the front three if you we were going to whip one because it's not happening for them. But again, it's very and, and look, you're dead right. There's loads of people looking at that going, Fabinho, you know. Um yeah. Kate <clears throat> Kate Freddy is absolutely fine. Um Diaz for Mane, um, yeah, I think everyone's all right, but yeah, everyone is looking enough. at that going, he's taking fucking Fabinho off. Yeah. You know, because he, he, he was he was everywhere. But like you but said, he was, doing that much, he was doing that much work. He's trying to save legs for different games. There's no doubt about it. But in fairness, the players that come on, I think, make a difference. I was they I was happy to see difference. what Henderson, how Henderson performed when he came on. I thought he settled us down a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, he played, he just played simple stuff. Somebody said he had more passes in the game in that 40 minutes than... Um, Thiago or somebody else had in the, in the whole game or something. Well, like. He he. What he did do is he moved the ball fast. Yeah. He moved it quicker. He got it and gave it, and it came back to him, and he gave it again. And he, he, he it settled us down, but it gave us control and the fresh legs around us made Inter have to rethink what they were doing because they couldn't go to the bench. They didn't have. They had a very good eleven that played really, really well. Probably played above themselves. Yeah. And the and intensity, of the, yeah, the intensity of the game meant that you know, it, Inter Milan and that in Serie A aren't used to that level of intensity, especially since Keith was saying last night that eleven played at the weekend, Barbarella, and they were asked to go again, and not just go again, but go at a higher level again. You know, go at a more intense pace. They gave it their all for that forty-fifth minute up until probably 55, 58 minutes. Mm. But then when the when we made the changes, you're talking Diaz with pace. You had Henderson quicken the passing up, and you had Naby was capable of taking the ball and making runs at their back three. Yeah. And that's and that's what happened. It changed the game. Yeah. It changed the whole face of the game, to be and, fair. And you know something? <laughs> it changed the game. We got onto the goals in a minute. But... That's what we want to see, Kev. This yeah, is what yeah, yeah. this is what we and like. In fairness, I said earlier, whatever team he puts out, we just need to chill out, relax, right? But there is a part of everyone going fucking Fabinho off. Are you joking me? But I have to. We we kind. Of, I have to take my own advice at times and say chill out. It's good because look at the players he brings on. Henderson hasn't been in good form. There's no, no, there's no way of getting around that. There's just no way of getting around it. But I thought he came on. I thought he settled us down, and he had got a bit more energy than, than Fabinho, obviously coming off the bench, which yeah. allowed us to get out because Inter, Inter were pushing. They were oh, pushing yeah. from early in the second half right up until that happened. You know, the, yeah. for the first fifteen in the second half, they were really pushing, and they were on top of us. You know, the sort of way. Um, you can see the bravery they had. Uh, Bastoni was making overlapping runs. They were growing confidence. Midfielder. Yeah. And yeah, they they come out in the second half and they said, look, is, Salah isn't going to track you back. So, and Elliot is just standing there. The game is going past Harvey Elliot. That's what they'd have told him. So, Bastoni, and that's Bastoni's strong trait of his, that he will, in the old Sheffield United kind of way, take take the chance and act as if he's a fullback and go. And it created massive overloads and gave us an awful lot of problems for that 10, 15 minutes. But and the substitutions changed all of that. Yeah, and, and like Ian McLaughlin says there, lads, is it a worry what it, that it takes Hendel to come on to get us to take control of the match? No. No. You want fresh legs to come on, doesn't matter who it is, to take control of the game. We were flailing a little bit. They were getting on top. You know, Fabinho had gone through an awful lot of work in that hour. 
you know. Um, so we just bring other players on. That's what it's all about. That's what, look, I keep going back to We've it. Been That's what about City do. That's years. what City do. City bash it for 60 or 45, right? You might get a little go with them for 10 minutes and then they go, right, bang, here, there's three more on. How are you going to deal with that? And it works out in the end, but that's that's what you want to be. You know, the sort yeah. of way. And the, and the thing you, you would throw at this squad is it's reliability. Reliability was the biggest problem in, in this squad. Yeah. And we're starting to actually get that back, reliability. And players now know there's nobody safe, probably bar three or four maybe, in the team that are absolutely safe in their position. But everyone's going to come on. Like, like Jordan Henderson's coming on there tonight going, I haven't played well at the weekend. You know, um, I've been taking. This is all worst critic. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to come on here. and I'm going to show you. Kate did the same. Had a good game against Burnley. Doesn't get a start tonight. I'll go and show him. And Diaz just. I want to talk about Diaz in a minute because Diaz just comes on and he's like a breath of fresh air. He's just electric. Yeah. He's. And I'm not saying electric in the sense that he's just cutting people apart, but just his energy and his purpose. I think is is brilliant. And that was what I felt. We we're missing a little bit up top in the in the first half, but. We get the breakthrough, Kev. Um, 75 minutes. Robertson corner. Firmino header. When I seen it first, I thought, that keeper should have got to that. But then That's I seen it from behind the goal, right, literally in the side net, and I was like, yeah. no, the way it's headed, he doesn't kind of see it late, and he's moving the other way. And for me, it's a great header by Firmino, Kev. It's a brilliant it's a, header. It's a brilliant run, and it's a training ground corner because... They they set it up that way. You can see they left that space vacant. And the only thing that would have stopped that corner is if you had a man in the far post. And as they don't have a man in the far post, it could only be scored there. It was a fantastic cross, and it was a brilliant header. It was an absolute peach of a header. And in fairness to Handanovic, he got closer than I thought he did. Mm. You know, for a keeper of uh, his uh, years, he's been around an awful long time. He did really, really well. But Bobby deserved that because of, I suppose, because of the grief that he's been put under. You know, he's been written off by everyone. And he's always capable of that, especially away from home. You know, he, he and even when he came on at the start of the, uh, start of the second half, he wasn't brilliant. You know, he was still losing the ball in dodgy areas. And it was almost like he was... He wanted more time than he was than he had. Thiago suffered from that as well at, at times. He wanted more time on the ball than Inter were ever going to give him. Mm. But when he grew into the game, and after the goal, he was a different player. His yeah. confidence just went up another level. Stephen Dunn reckons Salah looks a bit awful, but Diaz wants to put a show. It's exciting. Uh, Kevin Ball is saying here that it's on Twitter that Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain pulled up in the warm down um, with a hamstring issue. So, but look, um, we'll see. We'll have to wait and see, and you'll find out more from Klopp, I would say, on Friday with his press conference for the Norwich yeah. game. So we keep an eye out on that. Um, 350 people watching, 164 likes. Reclaimer definitely wants to get to 200. So if you can hit that like button while you're in here, literally while you're watching, there's a button there that says like, there's like, it's there. Yeah. So hit that. If we can get over 200, be absolutely delighted. But to have 360 or 50 or whatever it is watching is absolutely brilliant. And the comments are flying in here. They're great. Um, that they'll definitely keep us going for another 20 minutes or so. Absolutely. Um, did you feel a, a few people I, I was talking to? There was a couple in the chat there saying, like, felt a bit bad for Inter with that goal in 75. But Liverpool, <laughs> li, no, like, what, what I know what they're saying, like, Inter did put a lot into it. If, it was, if I was a neutral, yeah, I would, but no, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, no, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but that's that's just it an away performance, isn't it? You know, it we sucked the life out of him. Yeah, we do. We do a good forty-five. 
but yeah. a bit ropey for 15. And then I think we start to take control again on the hour. Um, probably 65. And we get that goal on 75. But it's a huge goal, isn't it? Forget away goals. It's just a huge goal because I, like, if you offer me a draw, on seventy, I go, yeah, no problem. But when you when you start scoring, when you get, I, I can't see anyone coming to Anfield trailing two 0 um, in world football coming to Anfield and, and overdoing us in the second scoring leg. three. No, yeah. Um, at the same time, I think tonight might have been a wake up call for. Well, it was a wake up call for me, and I'd imagine for a lot of fans that so Inter were. Just a bunch of aging ex, you know, ex Premier League players who were gone to Italy for a retirement plan. You know, they were they were very good. They were really entertaining to watch, and it wasn't anywhere close to what a Conte side would have looked at. It was more or less the same players that Conte would have had, hmm. but it was the most un-Conte like in the Milan you'll see. Jacko was a right hand full all night as well. Jacko's you know, a he great has, player. He hasn't lost a thing in his head. Mm. In his head, he can still do right, everything right. that he used to do when he was 25 and 26. And there's, it was probably a wake-up call to the players. You know, that they thought, you know, we're on a really great run of form. We'll just go and score a couple of couple of early goals and we'll steamroll them. You know, we could do what City did to Sporting. You know, and we're capable of that at times. But credit where it's due, it and Milan were... Very good. Yeah, I thought they were good. And it was, um, that's what I said. It was a good game. I think we deserved the win. Whether we deserved 2 0, I don't know. But we definitely deserved, I think we definitely deserved the win. Yeah. But saying that, if it had been 2 1, wouldn't argue. If it was 1 1, I don't think there would be much of a discussion. You wouldn't feel too hard done by, but 2 0 away from home, perfect. Yeah. Uh, Jono says that in Zaggy in his post game said Liverpool give you false hope. I think Liverpool <laughs> gave in there a bit of hope and from 45 to 60 and then just took it away again. And once they get the first, you, I, I was like, yeah, you, this is grand. You wonder if it's a case that they lose concentration. Well, it was a case they thought they were going really, really well, that a goal was going to come for them. But they also knew in the back of their head, there's nothing off the bench to come and save. I don't know if it's concentration, Kev. I would, I would say it's just... Like that's just a brilliant head of him, Firmino. Like yeah, it was the way the, the timing yeah. of the jump, the timing of the flick, the where he puts it. You can't read Hunter and go. They've lost concentration there. He just gets a run and gets ahead on it. Do you know what I mean? Other times he tries to flick that and he nearly heads it back to the corner taker, or it goes over the bar, or he doesn't get enough on it and it goes well wide or yeah. out towards nearly for a throw. It's just it's absolute perfection the way he catches it. Yeah. Bobby's goal absolutely finished and their heads dropped after putting uh, so much in and still being 1-0 down after that it was a game uh, to win and try get another and and we do get another um, yeah. let me see uh, Tom Boland says tell you what uh, sorry I'm not losing it there Tom um, I'll try to get it back now in a second um, he says um, oh, it's gone I'm not losing the bleeding thing it's gone there but um he was saying about Jekyll. Oh, he says, tell you what, Jekyll's still got a slow, slow as shit, but keeps you on your toes. Yeah. Um, he's really good. We've, passed, he's... we've passed 200 likes. Um, somebody, yeah. I think well Red done, Steve wants 300 now, which is getting ridiculous. But I tell you, he, he's the closest thing that you'll see in the modern game to what Teddy Sheringham used to be like. No yeah. pace whatsoever, yeah. but really, really intelligent. Yeah. You know, both feet, good in the air, but... His, his intelligence of where to be 
is second to none. He, he's right out there. I I, uh, I think he's an excellent player. I always did. Yeah. Um, Another comment there, Arturo Vidal. Arturo Vidal won back the years tonight in midfield. He was so busy. You know, yeah, he was, just, was but, uh, he, I don't think he had. The, he hasn't got the quality to burst through midfields like he used to. Yeah, but I, I think you says it right there. He said Liverpool teams, <laughs> Liverpool takes team souls away. Inter played well. Yeah, we just had different gears to move into, and I think we did. That was you know, the bench. I think we did. That's um, the bench. Let me. Like see. you're saying about Diaz. Diaz comes on, and Diaz plays with a freedom, and it's it's refreshing to see. You know, I, there was times when I thought you got the ball. And I just look, go on, run at him. It was, it was Dumfries was there. Take him on, take mm. him on. He never does. He just sucks you in and then lays a ball off and goes. Yeah. And played a good one too with Trent, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. That's and he was on look. If he'd hit that first time, I think he scores. Yeah. But he took a touch to settle it and the chance was gone. But that little. That you see that kind of link up play with players who've had a handful of training sessions only bodes, bodes well for the future. Mm. Four people don't like the show, Kev. Um, but as I said, if you really don't like it, leave a comment in afterwards and we'll do our best to answer and sort out your issue. Pr- pr- chances are it's four people acting the bollocks winding me up as usual, but um. <laughs> can't do that like well I know by the end because they usually take them back by the end or else we have four genuine people that don't like uh, what we're doing here tonight but that's all that's all right as well um, but, but yeah I was really impressed with the, with the players that come on I have to say um, and Diaz is just he lo- do you know when a player comes back from injury and they're running on adrenaline and they're trying mad stuff to impress yeah. and they're trying to like look I'm back and you know all this sort of shit Um I don't like to see that at times. I think just play your game and we know you're good. Play your game yeah. and people will be just remember you going, oh, he's back. Diaz doesn't look like he's trying to do mad stuff to impress people either, but he just has so much energy when he comes on and he's like, I'm just going to run at this fella. I'm going to one, two here. I'm going to press. I'm going, and it just looks like it's just natural to him. He's just like, I have all the energy in the world here, lads. You know, he's like, he's, he's like a coiled spring uh, yeah. waiting to go. And um, it's, I think it's absolutely, it's brilliant it's, to see. And someone said there earlier, when he gets his first goal, um, the heavens could open. I think it's, I can't I think, wait to see yeah, his first goal. And I think it will, because I think when he gets his confidence, I, I still think he's looking around and not in all the players that he's playing with, but he's like, I better pass here. And there are going to be times in games when he doesn't. And he, you know, when he feels like he's established himself in the squad, then I think you're going to see a serious player. He's a lot better than what I thought he was. Yeah, and and that's only after a few appearances. I'm seeing an awful lot in him that I really, really like. I think if he, if um, I think this is the settling in period where there's a bit of freedom to him, and he's moving around and he's trying to find spots and he's trying, he's nearly moving around the pitch trying to link up with different players all the time just to get used to playing with them. And I yeah. think when he, I think when he gets his first goal and he settles down, he probably gets three or four games on the bounce. I think you'll still see that energy, but I think you'll see more confidence from him to go. Well, I can just go with this fella. I can actually start taking fellas on now. Whereas at the moment he's just trying to find his, he's, you know, he's trying to find his bearings with different players in the team. But even when he's yeah. there, even even doing that, he looks very very impressive. Emma Cavanaugh says no ball is ever dead when Diaz around never stops. No, Mo Salah makes it too, um, and. I think, and I, I'm going to say this, when a ball is coming towards Mo Salah, across the box like that onto his right, left foot, I think he's atrocious at finishing. 
He scuffs an awful lot, doesn't he? Scuffs loads of them, Kev. Yeah. Loads of them. He actually scuffs one at one stage, isn't at home to someone and it goes through the keeper's legs. West Ham. It, yeah, might be. Yeah, West Ham. He's done he a just, few of them, though. He just, just seems to... I don't know whether he'd just be trying to... It doesn't even look like he's trying to guide something. He doesn't look like he's trying to smash it. He, he seems kind of... He's undecided when that ball comes to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if that's if that's whipped across him, he usually he sometimes he even lets it go by him and, and puts taps him as rifle. Yeah. Do you know what or I'm saying? Yeah. But, but when this one rolls yeah. across, now he, he he absolutely shouts that he wants it, and it goes through a load a load of bodies, and you can see Andanovic yeah. and goal going off oh, for fuck's sake, like where it's gone. <laughs> but, um, a few people in the chat tonight said he he needed that, and I agree. I think just to yeah. get everything out of the way, he needed that. He did, and it'll do him good. But there was parts of his game tonight. There was some of his touches were really good. He's tracking back. Some of it was fine, but he looks like he's he needed something to happen. You know, he just needed to get a run on someone or a shot at something. He was playing. He wasn't like normal, if you know what I mean. He wasn't like he normally is. But saying that, he's always capable. Unlike with Sadio. Mo's always likely. If he's on the pitch, he's likely to do something or something will fall to him. And tonight it did. It was a scruffy shot, went through legs, probably took a deflection, went in, happy days. And he'll move on to the next game probably with renewed energy. See that it's Norwich and think, yeah, how low? Yeah. We'll have Ab- a bit of this. Absolutely. Um, and you know what? I think it more or less ends the toy. You know, I think eight, so. It's, it's eighty-three minutes. I think. Um, yeah, going by the comments I'm seeing in there from, I think Rory Fitzgerald was putting up the comments from what in, uh, Inzaghi was saying, basically along the lines of hats off to Liverpool. Uh, you know, two 0 wasn't complaining. There was, mm-hmm. and yeah, I, I don't see them being able to come to Anfield. And get a three goal gap. Mm. The second goal, and you could see it even after the second goal, we were trying to get a third. Yeah, you know, and it was like, look, you're you're in this position now. Try to really put your foot in the throat, kind of thing. But two 0 I think yeah, I th- I think that does it. I don't think you take any liberties with it. No, oh. you know, I think you you go as strong as you you feel you need to, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, I don't see us being pegged back, not by this side. As good as I think they've been, I don't know if they could go again mm. to the level they need to. And I don't think we would be as bad or caught out uh, tactically that we were in, in, in stages of that game. I don't think we get caught out again. Yeah, we've had a good look at them now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shockley declares, says, uh, don't get the Inter had loads of chances narrative. They had zero shots on target and the final ball was shy. Liverpool had two on yeah, target. Yeah, they had nine efforts and they were... They hit the bar. Uh, I think six of them were from inside the box. Yeah, and there's a couple of blocks in there as well. Yeah. Um, Canate was very good tonight and blocking the, yeah. the cup few. And he hits the... Uh, What's he blocked. He blocked one that came across. It was a cross that came across to, and Jekyll was sat there on yeah. his own. Yeah, and he blocked know, from eight yards out, and Kanati got the block on. Yeah, and um, what's the guy's name that like no one can pronounce his name? Martinez. Can... Oh, Kashanoglu. Yeah, Kal- he, Kal- he Kal- 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 
Yeah, his set piece delivery is really good as well. Yeah. You know, I thought he was a danger from crosses, from corners. He he was another one that apparently we were linked with a few years ago. Yeah. And he decided to go to Milan instead, but or to sorry to Italy. I think he went somewhere else before he went to Milan. Yeah. He's technically he's a very good striker of the ball. He's a good player. He's kind of like a James Ward Prowse type of player. That's how, you know, he's very he's a very clean striker of the ball. Yeah. And you know, from well, set pieces, think, they're always going to be a threat from set pieces. Yeah, and look, they had the plenty of shots. There was loads of blocks, the one off the bar. We had shots, we had blocks, we I mean managed to score too. Um yeah. you know, I think we gave them a, a couple of looks and you know, some good defending. Um and a bit of fortune with that one off the bar probably. Yeah. But but overall I thought defence we were very good. I thought Kanate and, and um Kanate and Van Dyke were Van very Dijk, good. Van Dyke were, 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 was brilliant. Um and like Eva Cavanis is there, Kanate and V V D were immense. Scary that only Kanate is only twenty two. And like he's played a, you know, before he gets to Liverpool he plays a good bit of, of football and he has your bit of European experience and stuff like that, but this is the real deal now. Like you know, yeah. um, he comes you're from Leipzig, Leipzig and playing in a black, back yeah, three. You come, you're not you expected. Come, to yeah, but when you come from Leipzig, you're thinking, I might get to a knockout stage. I might, you know. Yeah. Um, whereas with Liverpool, Liverpool are looking to win this. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're absolutely looking to win it. Different they might pressure. do and they might not, but they're absolutely looking to win it. And yeah. the experience for him is absolutely immense as well, along with the likes of Harvey Elliott. Even, you know, even Diaz. Like Diaz has played for Porto and he's, you know, played big games for Porto. He's played in Europe. <clears throat> but he's in a side now that wants to win the Champions League. Yeah. Like, you know, genuinely wants to win the Champions League and push in their domestic stuff as well. Like the the experience for, for everyone is absolutely brilliant. Um we've said there that we we think that it, it ends the toy. Um and you said you go fairly fairly strong in the in the second leg, but yeah. It will be a case, Kev, of what's going on around that time, um, what games we have, where we are. If we're still on a win and run in the league and there's still a hope there, you're going to have to temper what you put out on the pitch against Inter Milan because of the situation you're in. The next game after Inter Milan, is that? No, it's, you know, we got Norwich Cup, then we got Leeds. Yeah, I'll tell you now, I have it here in front of me. We have, um, so we've Norwich, Leeds, the Cup, right. then we've, Norwich in the FA Cup, West Ham in the league, and then Inter, and then away to Brighton following the Inter game. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. It's almost impossible to say what you do that far out. It's it's three weeks away. It's a long time. You know, there's a lot of games we play between now and then. But, you know, we've seen 2 0 leads thrown away across Europe in, in the Champions League before. We've done it. Yeah. You know, so you don't, you don't take liberties. But at the same time, if the squad is as it is today, with you know a bit more sharpness in it, in it and a bit more fitness, match fitness, and what have you, you can still make changes within the squad that was named tonight, and you wouldn't be throwing the arms up in the air. What the hell is he thinking? If he turned around and said, "Right, well, I'll start Diaz, I'll start Naby, I'll start um, Simicas, Matip can come in." You know, you can make four, five, six changes from tonight's starting lineup to the gate you play against Inter Milan in the second leg, and it will still be a very, very strong side. You know, yeah. that's the advantage of where we are right now. I think, I think, I th- yeah, absolutely, and and that's again, once you keep players fit, and you can, 
you're putting in performance like tonight makes a huge difference to the second leg and also makes a difference to how you approach say Brighton away and mm. how you approach the game before it you know the sort of way they all they all tack onto each other um, you know there are certain games in there that we'll be playing like Leeds at home Brighton away they'll be physically demanding games Brighton are playing really well you know Leeds are an intense side to play against both sides we should be looking to beat, but at the same time, you'll know you're in a game. You know, mm. after the after ninety minutes, you'll know you'd have had to run and and play hard for those games. So we might be hopefully be in a position, strong position that we can say, okay, we can make a few changes and still be strong for yeah. the for the second leg. Yeah, or with absolutely. with one eye on silverware in the league cup as well. Um. Our- just an update on our team for the bet, mate. Um, I think Chris told me we finished about forty yeah, in the pot, Hammett. But uh, Chris is in the chat, so Chris might be able to tell us. Yeah, he told me it was forty first and with loads of laughy faces. Okay, so if Chris can update us on um, how many points we finished with and how many points, how many were in the pot, how many points we finished with, and how many points the winner finished with, just so we know um, how much of our because levels. The other game to tonight because we exactly had a really big. Plan. No, the other game didn't go to plan. I think that killed us. Um, yeah. But we need. We need to know. We need to know what, where what, we need to step what, up. Because we need a really big chat. We um, need to know what the winner of the pot was and what team they played. As to what kind of is it looked that they might have had the Salzburg scorer that was yeah. captain, or you know that kind of thing. You know, yeah. and in fairness, it wouldn't have been a big shock to say Adi, put Adi Amy in your side. Yeah. You know, that kid. I mean, I looked. At, I had a quick look at the stats in the Bayern game before we came on, and I think. Bayern has some like 73% possession and 22 efforts on goals. So it was just a case that it just didn't hap- happen for him or whatever. Yeah. You Laura know? Duffy reckons but, those Bayern players tried to score down. Reclaimer asked how the Bayern get on. They got a late equaliser for a one-off draw away at Salzburg. Yeah. Uh, Kingsley Coleman got that goal. Mm. Um, but yeah, so so that's the update. I, Chris is now there having a look at that and he will post around to me. He's probably... He's probably well, you can update that tomorrow on your on the, on the, in the afternoon show. Yeah, I probably could. Let me see. Um, sorry, 40, 40 forced. Um, yeah, he just says 40 forced. He's giving me the info um, and, and he's showing me the pots for the rest of the week. So I'm going to have a look at um, some of them. Um, Saturday, 3 p.m. kickoffs. Um, there's loads in there, but we have chosen someone from our um, chat group um, to choose the team for the weekend. I'm going to put them in contact with Chris and um, we'll go from there. Finished 42nd with 32 points. Winner got 62 points. Bottom got 31 points. So we were bleeding bottom. We are point off the bleeding bottom. Jesus Christ. Must um, try harder next time. Uh, shock, shock. Late declares that's why, the, and I just keep thinking of um chocolate eclairs when, when I read his name out. He says, If we're all into fans, we tearing our hair out, except Keith, at how bad we were in the final third, um, or how bad we were in the final third. Yeah, if I you're thought, from an Inter Milan perspective, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the thing is, most of their efforts were from inside the box, there was a lot of blocks from Liverpool players, I yeah. Think. So it was was it bad shot choices? Was it couldn't create the final pass? Mm. Panic, you know. This is why I said at the very start when we first came on, you have to take your hat off to Milan, and they played really well. I thought we defended really well. Yeah, 
you know, and that's all part of the game. It's all lovely when everything is rosy and you dominate the ball and you go forward and you have 25 chances and, you know, you might have 15 or 16 on target. They're great games. They're easy to come on and chat about. But the ones you got to dig in and you don't get it all, you're going your own way. That's when you find out about the squad. That's when you find out about what you have. And we know that we've got a really good, hardened, experienced you're a European with a lot of European European experience in that squad, and it will pay benefit for us. Mm. On to large next now at home, three o'clock Saturday, and um, yeah. you know again you look at the players that start tonight, you look at the players that come on, you look at the players that didn't come on, and you're thinking again there's loads of options, loads of options there, and should have enough to beat Norwich realistically and we yeah. should be able to make a couple of changes and still go and do it I think Diaz for me Diaz is crying out to be started I think um, he, he's nailed on to start and it wouldn't surprise me if uh, Jota's rested Diaz for me no Salah I think yeah yeah Mo looks like he, he needs a run of games you know just to Matt it back in at the back yeah and it wouldn't surprise me if Simicast came in as well because Robbo was really good again tonight. He did an awful lot of work tonight. And it wouldn't surprise me to see maybe three or four changes at least. There'll be changes in midfield as well. Yeah. You know, I don't think you'd start, even if he does start Harvey. I think with Harvey, with the kind of the length of time he's been off, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to have him dip in and out of games. You know, what Pep did with Foden and managing his minutes was probably why your people are seeing the best of him, you know, starting to come through this season. Mm. He doesn't need to play every game to show he's good enough. We know he's good enough. Yeah. So it's just a case of picking your picking your games and making sure that he's fully fit when we need him. And it's just to, to help him as well as help the team. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, plus, while we have options, use the options. Yeah, 100%. Uh, man of the match, Tony? Virgil. I thought he's. When you had a crowd that was there and you could hear him barking over the pitch mics to get the, to drive the line up, to pull him back, um, some of his clearances, his calmness. There was one time when Zeko was in. And he and Virgil just went three strides, bang, 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 have it, hmm. and nicked the ball away from him. I thought he was immense tonight. He was, he was brilliant. Yeah, I, I find it hard to disagree with you. I really do. Yeah, I think Kanata is in with a shout as well, to be fair. Yeah, but I, thought, I, I, I thought Van Dijk was immense again tonight. And, yeah. you know, it's just when he's come, that good, though. It's going on now from the card of Leicester Burnley, those three games. Hmm. And, you know, he just looks like he's back at levels where yeah. he's like nothing is affecting me anymore, and yeah. he's any any doubt in his mind for sprinting or going into challenges or, you know, anything like that seems to be gone now. Um, yeah, I thought um, Fabinho was excellent for the hour that he was on. Yeah, he and was. Henderson, Henderson, Henderson did really Sprack. well yeah. when he came on. Yeah, yeah, and Emma Cavanagh records a toss up between Van Dijk and Kanate for man of the match. So yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, our charity is Failacon. Check out the uh, their website in the description. It tells you all about them. But take it from me, they're a fantastic, fantastic um, charity. And funny enough, like what they're about, I only heard of someone the other day affected by this and um, horrible story. And 
it made me think of them again. And I actually seen somebody on Facebook today that's doing, instead of having their birthday and getting presents, they're um, taking donations for Failacon, which was great to see. But go and check out their website. Um, it's absolutely fantastic work to do. And the amount of money we're trying to raise, raise from them would be huge, absolutely monstrous to them. So check out their website in the description. The link is also there to donate. Um, we got, we had another sponsor come in for the golf day today, which only leaves us two 100 euro sponsors left for two of the holes on the golf day, which when it, when it's all said and done, we should get close. We, we go over the 3000 out of the 10,000 mark, which is great. And we're only in the middle of February. Um, if you can donate, hit the link and go for it. If you can't take the link and the website and send it to everyone, you know, okay. Um, it's a brilliant, brilliant, um, cause that we're trying to do work for and trust me if we get to this 10k like we've done we've helped raise a hundred and a hundred thousand dollars and a hundred and twenty thousand euros for Keen and for sienna this this is only ten thousand but this ten thousand would mean as you know so much to this charity so go and check them out with regards to our um chat um on the on the app very very simple download the telegram app go into our community tab as a subscriber on our youtube the post is, I think, is about the second one down. You click a link, you give your details, you either sign up for free, which is fine, or you sign up for 2 99 with all proceeds going to charity. You head in there, and um, there's loads of people in there. So we talk, there's a transfer chat, there's a general chat, there's a merchandise chat, there's all the chat around our shows and how you can find them. And there's, there's, I think there might be there's always there. someone, I'll tell you one thing with, with that chat as well. There's always someone there. You know, yeah. doesn't matter whether it's well, from all over 80, the world. So, like, yeah, some it doesn't matter. Bed, it's in, yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter if it's eight o'clock in the morning or it's eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, if something comes into your head that's Liverpool related, fire it into the chat, and I guarantee you'll have a conversation with someone, usually yeah. from this chat. Yeah, you know, uh, and it's always it is not toxic. It is all friendly. It is a good honest discussion about Liverpool and what's going on. Plus there's random shit as well in there. You're always going to get that. Yeah. But it's a really good laugh and it's a good way for everyone in the chat to stay connected. Even tonight when the game was on, I think the messaging app, when I looked at it at the, start, at the end of the game, had something like 200, 250 messages yeah, that was fine. in it from people who were just watching the game and they were watching yeah. the game together. Yeah, it was brilliant. You know, it, it was brilliant. And like it's I said, great, it's like great. I said uh, the, original, the original thought on this was to, if people want to support us with 299, we don't want your money. But if you could support it with 299, we're going to use it to fund this app because it's not, it doesn't work out free. We have to pay for it at a certain stage to, to keep it going. We've decided that we're going to cover the cost for the foreseeable and give all the money to charity. So if you wanted that, that's great. Red Steve says, how's Sienna doing, Gav? Did you remember the 100 euros for hitting the 12K subs? Mate, we paid that well before the 12K, yeah. to be honest with you. And there was a um, beautiful picture of Sienna riding yeah, she's a bike. cycling bikes and walking she's around. And she's and absolutely flying. Yeah. yeah, she's absolutely flying. She's walking on her own. I seen a video the other day, getting out of cars on her own, carrying flowers up to her nanny, um, oh, all man. stuff. So she's absolutely flying. And, of course, she's still going through her physio and stuff, so she's only going to get stronger and stronger. But walking, running, cycling bikes, you know, whatever it might be. She's All stops that eight months around. ago was never going to, was not on the cards. No, so. no. So that, that's that's the and, difference it makes. That's yeah. the difference it makes. Laszlo yeah. says, how do I join? Mate, I've just told you how to join. <laughs> Come on now, please. I'll say it one more time. You're a subscriber to YouTube. Hit the community tab on our YouTube page. Find the post about the app. 
click on the link, give your email address, a couple of details. It takes about a minute. You choose the free option or the two ninety nine option, and it gives you all the same content. The only, the two ninety nine is just you giving us two ninety nine a month that we can push onto our charity. Okay, and you get in there. There's four groups in there, and um, stuff about general transfer merchandise that we do, and all our shows. So you never miss one, or you never know. You'll always know when there's one coming up, and stuff like that. So, um, go and check that out. It's really easy to do. It takes about a minute to do, and you be in there in no time. So that's how it works. Um, yeah, the bet me stuff. We're gonna have to get better on. There is a guy in the chat that I just threw it up earlier and says, right, first one in gets the chance to do. Do it on, on the weekend. So I'm going to link him up with Chris. Um, His name slipped me, but I can't remember. But I'll definitely link him up with Chris. They'll have a chat about it. Chris will tell him the rules. He'll pick his team. Chris will insert to take a screenshot, show him, and show everyone in the chat so we can all follow that at the weekend. Brilliant. Kev, anything else before we go? No, just uh, we're going to be doing a show on Friday night. We have a guest on who's uh, Luke Tanner. Uh, Luke is a specialist on combat sports, MMA, boxing, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Really good guy, knows his stuff, and we're going to be looking at the Amir Khan Calbrook fight and what to expect and what's on the card and all that good stuff. Plus, as well, we'll look at the Premier League and all that lovely stuff that uh, come in the weekends. Looking forward to that one. Good stuff, good stuff. Um, Laszlo says, uh, sorry, Gav, I was distracted. It's no problem. <laughs> um, you Never Walk Alone 97 says, sorry, Gav, I missed how do I join? Piss off. Um, six people That's don't like now because not, yeah. there's a mad mix now of people um, that don't like this show and are just not liking just to annoy me. So that's great. Um, but if, as I said, we have no issue if you don't like this stuff. Don't watch it. But if you do like watching it, but some of the stuff you don't you don't like, please leave in the comments. We're, we're, we're big boys. Like we can take it. Stick yeah. in the comments what you'd like to see us done, or that wasn't good, or that wasn't good, and we will try our best to change it. And sometimes we go, no, it was really good. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but look, that's just how it goes. Uh, Two hundred eighty-four likes. Just absolutely smashed it tonight. While the while the well um, done, show the was chat. on. Thank you. Tomorrow, um, I should be back. Fingers crossed, everything going well. We're at two o'clock show, um, the cop update, and then tomorrow night at ten, Chris Brack hosts a. I don't know. We'll do a fat back four special. I don't know what we're gonna call it, but it's basically me and Dylan O'Rourke, viewer and listener, and man who told a brilliant story about a kinder bueno on a plane going back many moons ago, and um, me and him now. versus Chris, who is going to be the host tomorrow night. In the same way Chris and Kev done this quiz and Shawnee and Dabo done this quiz, we're going to have a go at it. So that's how it's going to well, go tomorrow. Uh, Dabo and Shawnee have set the target really high. So really high, yeah. Yeah, really, really high. high. So, um, get a so bring bring your cans. Uh, make sure you've loads of time in your hands because when I get asked a question, I like to take my time <laughs> over answering it. And if Dylan O'Rourke jumps in and says the wrong answer, I'll bleed and hunt and going to kill him. <laughs> this will um, be fun. Uh, Barry Devon, you reckon still in the study in here tonight? Uh, hasn't seen him on here. You better I told him to study. He has been. He has I been in. Him. To be fair, I told yeah, him. So, been. Uh, it's all good. But listen, that has listen that listen that Hello. has been that has been the full time Reds into Milan nil Liverpool two. It looks like we have more than one foot in the quarterfinals now at this stage. Um, it's a good win. Wasn't the best of performances, but we used plenty of bodies. We got the win. Firmino and Salah getting the goals and we move on now to Norwich at the weekend. Enjoy what's left of your Wednesday evening and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Over and out. Sports Social Podcast Network.